This is a message from the emergency alert system. This is not a test. The following message is issued by the request of United States government. Our planet is under attack by an unknown extraterrestrial force. All attempts to stop this attack have failed. Radiation levels have reached lethal limits. Seek immediate underground shelter if possible. Remain inside until you received other instructions from government officials. This is not a test. Welcome to The Pattern is Full, a podcast exploring the unknown. We are your hosts, Dan and Dave. From past to future, we'll take you on a journey of discovery and surprise. Every episode, we'll uncover hidden patterns and extraordinary tales that will question what you know and challenge what you think you know. From ancient mysteries to cutting-edge science, get ready to explore the unknown. So join us as we dive deep into the depths of the metaphysical and unknown. Come along and let's see what we can discover together. Welcome. This is The Pattern is Full. I'm your host, Dan. Um... I know I usually have our other host here, Dave, but he is a little bit under the weather tonight. Um, and it, he could be back tomorrow, um, full scale, but uh, he's got some sickness in his house. So what I'm doing is I'm just going to record a short um, a preview, I guess, of what our episode would have been. And then we will... Um, Talk. We'll we'll do that full episode once Dave has recovered and is back in full swing. So I'm going to start out with I've put a lot of research into this, and I'm not going to really dig deep into it tonight. I'm just going to touch on it. So when we actually do the episode, we'll have it. As usual, we'll do a news story, and then at the after the news story, we're both going to discuss a topic. But we have decided that once every few weeks that we do regular topics, we're going to jump in there and we're going to do a episode called Randomness. And randomness, randomness will be Dave and I not discussing topics that week. Or that couple weeks. Us doing our own research. And then jumping in there. And like Dave reels out his uh, randomness that uh, he wanted to talk about. I'll reel out mine. And then, well, we'll we'll like one person will present. Then we'll talk about it. Then the other person will present. We'll talk about it. And then we'll, we'll finish up with, hey. Whose randomness was the coolest? So, I think that's, um, I personally think that's pretty cool. And um, I appreciate everyone who has reached out. Uh, we we are working on Dave's audio problem. We're not sure what the issue is. 
and he's got a great mic. Um, I, you know, really don't know at this point, but he does have a great mic. It's like a Yeti something. Um, we're not sure if it's the software we're using, what it is. Um, we're both recording on both ends and then kind of like blending it together. And I'm not sure why uh, his audio has been a little low. It was, you know, perfect there for a couple of weeks. And then last week it, or uh, two weeks ago, it was back to um, very hard to hear. Uh, not sure why, but we'll figure it out. So, um, my beer of choice tonight, uh, we're going to start doing a beer of choice every night, um, is actually Bush Light. They have a, um, 30 pack box called the Tackle Edition. I mean, it's like a fishing tackle box and, um, pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's got fish on the cans and. Oh, they do themes if you don't know what Bushlight is. And yes, I know that was beer you drank in college. But, you know, it's like they say, um, you're a baby. And then when you get older, you return to a baby. Well, I guess I'm in the teenagers, teenage um, years of going back to being a baby. Because I was a really big craft beer guy. I loved it. I was trying a lot. I was doing a lot. And, um, man, I just, I honestly, uh, people just got over the freaking craft beer snobs. I mean, it's like you, you go somewhere and you order a beer. And uh, if it was, you know, I, I would always order stuff that I had not heard of or didn't know about. And, I would kind of like get snubbed. And I didn't understand what that was about until, you know, there, and, and then there's people around that are like, well, well, you're drinking that. Nobody really likes that. They got a, they got kegs full of that. People I'd meet there and I'm like, well, I thought it was pretty good. So I just, I, in my opinion, I keep ordering it. So what I decided to do after the snub issue on craft beer is just like start drinking like Bush Light, Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, Budweiser, Miller High Life. Oh, that stuff is delicious. Um, so I went back to that because, yeah, you know, I just ain't got time for snubbing. Um, you know, it's just kind of like most of the music I like and stuff, it's, um, it's weird. I, I'm, um, I'm pretty much a country bumpkin, you know, Alan Jennings, Johnny Cash, uh, my new guy is Morgan Wallen. I just love that stuff, man. And, um, I don't know, man. I, I it's just me and I want to be me. So anyway, over to our news topic. My news topic was going to be um, the mysterious lights over Las Vegas once again, which the last time I talked about lights over Vegas was December the 28th, I think, of 2022. 
there were some lights and everybody said it was a weather phenomenon. I mean, if you believe that, hey, more power to you. But it's bullshit. It was no weather phenomenon that looked what those lights looked like over that. I think it was a strip club in Las Vegas. I don't have the details on that. Um, we talked about it in an earlier episode, but uh, everything says it was a weather phenomenon. Uh, you know, I've seen some weather phenomenons in my life. Hell, we live currently almost in Tornado Valley. I mean, two years ago in Christmas, uh, at Christmas, uh, two years straight, tornadoes ripped through this area, tore up about everything. Uh, we were very lucky and lived outside of the zone that the tornadoes hit. But um, a lot of people around here lost stuff. And um, regardless of what reports say, it was an unknown weather phenomenon. I didn't see any crazy lights, anything like that. I mean, I told y'all in the past I used to be a police officer, and I'm gonna and I, I'm gonna get to the topic here in just a second. But um, um, I had a unknown weather phenomenon back in my deputy sheriff's days, and this was in the late '90s. Um, it may have been early 2000s, actually. I got called out to a report of, um, like, green lights, green and blue lights in the sky. Um, and to be honest with you, I've always kind of been the fox molder guy that I am, you know. When I get called out, and they're like, oh, there's aliens in the, there, you know, there's something in the sky that's blue and purple. And uh, we don't know what it is. It's taking over the whole sky. Dude. Guys. I was lights and sirens blaring out to this place. It wasn't even an emergency. I should probably shouldn't even been doing lights and sirens. But I just thought, hey, I'll get out there and check this out before it's gone. Because I don't want to miss it. So when I was a uh, deputy uh, back in the early 2000s, late 90s, uh, in the county I live in, uh, after 10 p.m. at night, it was like one of us out, and uh, I was lucky that night. Not really. I was the only one out. And trust me, I did not want to be the only person out at midnight or, or after 10 p.m. until 6 o'clock in the morning. But that was my shift. So I was flying out to the area, which was, um, it was actually south of our county, which I find pretty weird when I um, got out there. And again, this is before the age of everybody having an iPhone or an Android in their pocket. You, you, you just didn't have that that early. I mean, it, it was like you had a cell phone, but you could like play Snake on it and text somebody. And to type at took you, you know, like 10 keystrokes because the uh, the way you had to do the, the texting. So. Um, all you uh, older people will understand that. <clears throat> anyway, I get out to the location it is. And um, it was south in a, the county we live in, but it was kind of up on a hilltop. Um, 
where the people had saw it. So I, I had access and it was a, it was kind of a private road, but they were like, yeah, go up there and check it out. Um, it was during the time that, I, you know, I don't exactly remember what was going on, but, uh, for some reason people thought it was like, there was something going on in the national news that made people think it was like a, um, like a chemical weapon attack or something like that. So I get up there and I look and, and sure enough, I get up there and there is like this, the most awesome display in the sky I ever see, but it's fading. Um, and it's like green and blue, very, very hint, small blue. And it's, uh, it's like kind of in waves. And um, I'd never seen anything like it before. Of course, Kentucky, Tennessee area, been here pretty much my whole life. Um, I thought it was awesome. I, I get on and I call our dispatchers and I say, here's what I'm seeing. You know, um, I can't verify what it is. Uh, and I am a very... Uh, science person. I mean, I have a uh, computer science degree. Uh, not only that, I like to like space and the unknown is that like, that's my hobby. Like I, I, I sit around and like, like I follow NASA stuff. I follow all the uh, European space agencies and anything I can follow. I follow those because I think it's crazy cool to see everything people are doing. Well, dispatch does some yada, yada, yada checking. And uh, I guess what around here they didn't notice is they had received earlier in that evening a report from the national um, NOAA. Uh, it's like, uh, what is that? It's like the National Weather Uh, Noah is, uh, I know y'all know what Noah is. I'm trying to, it's the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. So they had actually received a, uh, email, a message or something from them that we would actually be able to see Aurora Borealis for like two or three nights. So it ended up being Aurora, Aurora Borealis, which is the Northern Lights, if you don't know what that is. Um, and just one second, please. So being really cool, it was cool to see. And I'll be honest, as a... Um, I, my patrol vehicle at that time, I can remember it, you know, clear as day, it was a um, Jeep Cherokee, so I really thought that I was pretty cool, I mean, I wasn't going to get in pursuits, and I was all about uh, doing things right, uh, protecting the people and all that, but man, I really wanted to hear the crazy stories, the, the, the stuff that nobody believed but me. 
so I always thought, oh man, we we get a call of a Bigfoot or something like that. I'm in a I'm in a cheap Cherokee four wheel drive. I'll be able to run out there in the woods when nobody else will, and I'll be able to find this. That first night was the Northern Lights, and um, hey, it is what it is. It was pretty cool. I mean, Northern Lights are cool. It was a very cool uh, visual. And I wish I could remember the exact date of that, but that was, um, like I said, it was either, I would say, late 90s or 2000, 2001 at the latest. So, um, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, I guess the... Um, Leading into what my randomness was, I was going to tell that story, but my actual ram randomness was going to be stories about Bigfoot. Um, local stories. Uh, my biggest one was here in um, Logan County in Lewisburg, Kentucky in 1991. Between the hours of 8.30 and 9.30 p.m., there was a Bigfoot encounter. Um, the guy's name was Lyle. They, um, decided not to include his last name. What I found cool about this is I had never heard of this story. So, like, the first week of April, me and my family went down to the Great Smoky Mountains uh, and I, I hadn't realized that the Smoky Mountains had kind of recently been doomed as, deemed, excuse me, as the, um, um, Bigfoot capital of the world, I guess. I mean, it's like, it's like everything down there is Bigfoot, Bigfoot. So we went to a, like a tourist trap, um, but we had kids with us, so we had to keep them busy. The first day we were down there, it was raining. And we went to a thing called Beyond the Lens. Really cool place, if you haven't been. They have a whole Bigfoot Sasquatch section. And in that, they have these huge panels. Uh, I don't know, I mean, the size of a table. And there's four or five of them in there. And, he, and while you're walking through, you can go to those panels. And it's basically a... Um, what kind of looks like a green, it's like green and black map of like the United States and you can, and it has big foot, um, points documented on it. So obviously most people go to where they live and see if there's any big foot documentation, whatever. Well, when I went there, uh, Lewisburg, Kentucky was on that map. I don't live in Lewisburg, but I'm I'm not far away. And um there there's basically a story there where this guy named Lyle and his father Lyle's father and they describe a whole story um of a large creature in the woods um roughly forty foot away from them that they can't explain. I don't want to go into the story because I want to save it for my randomness. 
but basically it's it's pretty freaking cool um I, on top of that there's maybe about eight or nine Logan County Kentucky Bigfoot um sightings now they even have a really good friend of mine that um that was bush light by the way um that a bigfoot hunter showed up at his house one day he was in the driveway when he returned home from work really good friend of mine um and um said there'd been a sighting out his way and 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 he lives back in the middle of the woods uh, um, but he, he, this, this Bigfoot hunter or, uh, investigator showed up at his house and said, look, man, you know, you, there was a sighting here. I want to, um, I want to investigate. Yada, yada, yada. Did you hear anything? Hear anything? Uh, see anything? Yada, yada, yada. Um, I'm not sure if my, my friend kind of brushed it off or not, but when he told me the story that was a long time ago. Uh, I don't know if he knew how into this kind of stuff I was, so I kind of, I didn't really dig too deep into it. I will now, and um, very soon, I may even try to get him on the podcast to tell the story, but, but anyway, I just wanted to give you guys a brief update. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there because I need to save this for my randomness ep episode. Um, as a police officer, and um, obviously the 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 experience I just told you was was uh, brief and ended up being nothing. But we do have some really cool. Um, I have some really cool in person stories to tell that we're going to get to on here i want to interview some people who also have stories dave and i both want to interview those people we want to um we want to get in now with this being said this is a short little short brief uh if dave is back and in the swing of things tomorrow we may record an actual podcast uh, the whole thing. If not, um, that's cool. We'll get it. We'll get it maybe next week or whatever. Summer's coming up. We got a lot of changes that has um, happened in our workplace here lately. Schedules could be different. Um, a, lot, a lot of crazy stuff. But hey, I appreciate you guys. Thank you to all that are listening. We love you all, and we appreciate you. Um, I guess that's about all I've got for the night. Um, you know, some food for thought. Send us your opinions at the pattern is full podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. You can find all those links. On our website, which is the pattern is full podcast.com. 
But let us know what you think is Bigfoot a is Bigfoot the missing link? Is it what uh people say is the missing link? Is Bigfoot an an ape type creature that has evolved to the point of almost being human? Is Bigfoot a I don't know. Is 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 Bigfoot a um I don't know how you say it. Is it is it it's is it just a species that's living hid from us? Now, yeah, everyone always says, well, if 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 Bigfoot's living there and is hid from us, um everybody has a cell phone in their pocket now. They would have already got a picture of it. And you know, you say that, but Think how many people right now get lost in the woods and die because they can't find their way back to still, you know, back to a community. Um, they can't find their way back to where people live because they get lost in the woods. So there is some there is some so uncharted lands out there, uncharted areas, and I think every state. Every state in the United States and around the world that are so unexplored, and I'm grateful for for that. I don't want to explore every inch of land that is in the world because we need mystery. We need the unexplained. I also would like to say that some people believe that Bigfoot is an interdimensional creature. That could come from another dimension. Come in at like through a portal or something like that. I'm not yes or no. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I prefer the name actually Sasquatch over Bigfoot. I mean, I know people who have a Bigfoot. That don't mean they're Bigfoot. <laughs> I do think that um, a lot of times, you know, I don't. They, there is evidence that something's out there other than what we know in the woods running around. Uh, I don't know how they keep the ticks off of them. I don't know how they keep the fleas off of them. But I know a lot of times you find a wild cat or a stray dog. A lot of times they don't have cat uh, fleas and ticks on them because they know how to care for themselves. So maybe... Sasquatch knows the same thing. I always think about the commercial for uh, Jack Link, Jack's Link's um, messing with Sasquatch. Those are pretty cool commercials. Um, I enjoy them. One thing I did see while we were in the mountains, and I was unaware of this, and I think I brought it up in another uh, podcast, another episode, but I saw a car that said U.S. Bigfoot Patrol on it. And I looked that up, and uh, it is like a whole organization of people that have striped up their cars, their trucks, their Broncos, whatever, and they're called the U.S. Bigfoot Patrol, and uh, I guess they're in every state. <laughs> And they look for Bigfoot or Sasquatch or whatever you want to call it. 
hey, I don't know. I ain't judging. I'm on here talking about crazy shit in the middle of the night. Normally, me and Dave both are. It is what it is. Judge me if you want. I don't really care. Anyway, we go down to... I'm going to sign off because I said I was going to talk really quick. I've already been talking for like uh, 30 minutes or so, close to it. All right, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to give a few shout outs real quick. The United Kingdom has come in strong here to lately. We've got Scotland and England with their top downloads. And then I got an unknown and I... I don't know why, but it's unknown. We got Australia in the mix, Canada, British Columbia. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, in the United States, and I'm, I don't want to shortchange anyone. Um, so I'm going to change my date here. But right here, I've got uh, Tennessee, North Carolina, Florida, and Arkansas is in the last few days are my are our biggest uh, downloads. Um, other than that, we get California, Tennessee, Kentucky, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Virginia, Texas, Nevada, Colorado, Illinois, Kansas, Massachusetts, New York, Pennsylvania, Utah, and Wisconsin. Thank you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. We really appreciate your listening. Uh, we also, uh, also had Ontario in Canada, uh, New South Wales in Australia, and everything else is just like we had a we we still got Estonia and Mexico in there. Uh, I love it. I, I I don't speak English, so I, I hope there's a way to translate this. Or I don't speak Spanish, so I hope there's a way to translate this because, or maybe we have some uh, English-speaking people uh, there. Uh, so that that that's our shout-outs for the people that will listen. If you'll start sending us some, um, give us some likes. Some reviews, good or bad, we're good. I, I would prefer uh, good. Uh, we'll give you a shout-out on that. Just give us your name, your details, whatever, in that shout-out. Hey, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, they're the ones that really bump us up the charts. If you could give us a five-star review and a comment, we would appreciate it. If you can't, we don't understand. We just want you to listen to us. So, but we would appreciate a review if you can give it to us. So anyway, hopefully Dave will be out of the storm or whatever he's in, the, the sickness, and we'll get everything back going very soon. If not, hey, I'll be here for you unless I'm out. I could be out too. I mean, I don't know. You know, never know. Anyway. Thank you for listening to The Pattern is Full. 
and we are signing off. Thanks for listening to The Pattern is Full, where we explore the unknown and mysterious phenomenon of our world. We hope you enjoyed this episode and your mind has been opened to the hidden patterns in this universe. Be sure to tune in next time as we dive deeper into the unknown. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Your support helps us continue to uncover the mysteries of our world. Until next time, keep an open mind and keep searching for the patterns in our world. The Pattern is Full is signing off.